We joined the Super Legit crew before the show as our guest Douglas goads us about some merch he saw us wearing in public. Paul, are you going to wear your Super Legit uh, sweatshirt that they get, they got you? Sweatshirt? Are you going to wear your Sweatshirt? <laughs> oh, adding no, up the no. prices! Oh, no! <laughs> I just have a t-shirt that I... Oh, no, oh I've got... I've got I was nothing. wearing sort of regularly. <laughs> that's how I feel like money! Don't do that. Don't tell me. Paul, Paul, I have a total of nothing. Douglas. Now you have insurance, cups, and... Do not get a super legit uh, pocket watch. Did you not get one of these? This is weird. Oh, that's really cool. I have the Van Halen looking one that I really love. I'm loving my... My super legit branded Nintendo Switch. I'm six months behind on rent. Uh, you guys stop. Come on. Oh, I'm drinking my super legit bourbon right now. No. Um, <laughs> by the way, Douglas, how are you enjoying your SLP? That's super legit plane. Yeah. It's, it's okay. I mean, right? Travolta's okay. not that great of a pilot, but I, I, I get where I need to get to. I get where hey, I need to get you to. Get, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be thankful it's not Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh. Super Legit Podcast. I am your host, Jet Hoffman, and I am once again just surrounded by happiness and joy in the form of my friends. Let's uh, let's rattle them off real quick. We've got Josh Spence. Your best friend. Stephen C. James. Your eighth best friend. Chris Compton. Top eight in the MySpace. <laughs> Jen Burton. A loose acquaintance. <laughs> Stephen C. James. I already said you, didn't I? Now I'm number seven. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, yes, I'm yes, we're working our way up the list. He takes up uh, piece of either I'm nicer eight. or someone died. Okay, Sean Michael I'm, Boozer. I'm still here. Here under protest. Stephen C. James. Oh, rocking it to number six. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. My co-host, Stephen C. James. I've Wait, murdered what? to get this far ahead. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, he's your co-host? No, my actual co-host, Michael Hyman. Yes, your best, your, your best enemy. Here I am. Oh my god! I... That's right. Yeah, and you heard all my enthusiasm for it too. I, mm. I now have an ever so slight inkling of how Josh feels. Yeah. Wow. Your, your, your bit has already left out three people. <laughs> yeah, has no it? One has knows it? Knows what it's like. Well, it uh, who are our special guests for this week? Well, we have returning champions, uh, Douglas Sarine and Paul Valencourt. Yay. Your winners, guys. Yay. What's up? What's up? I'm just happy to be out of Witsec. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you gave us your address uh, before we started recording. Yeah. Yes. Uh, where was I going to send the plane? Because there's nothing more secure than the internet. <laughs> <laughs> deeply, deeply secure. So, uh, Michael Hyman, uh, you have our question for this week. Uh, what do we got? I sure do. And our question this week comes from a friend of the show, Norm Thoming. Uh, if you could go back Yay. and sliding door slash new choice one moment in your teens, what would it be? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. it's a deep, thoughtful it question. Is. Everyone yeah. is, is. Josh is, is uh, unexpectedly a... not chiming in immediately. Yeah, don't you have any questions? I have questions, but I'm waiting. I do, but I'll oh. wait. Josh is uncharacteristically showing restraint to allow others to answer first. 
I'm gonna fucking meet you in a minute, my friend. <laughs> Trying to show some respect for the freaking question because I love Norm Thoming, who's my third best friend. He's in your top three. Well, I, I, I think Josh, you should just jump in there with your answer. Let's hear it. Yeah. No, it's okay. Hey, Josh, what do you got? No, I'm not, not gonna be bullied. It. Do it. I'm not gonna be bullied. Do it, motherfucker. I'll do go it. second. Do it. <laughs> I'll say, I, th- I think the challenge of this question, the question is trying to like trace everything back to that one moment, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to sort of coming in with a power washer and just kind of doing some major <laughs> computer changes. You know what, Compton? Compton, that that makes me think of Compton when you say that. Is so is, is the movie? Is it uh, Miracle Man or? What's the one where he goes back and he traces his success to get hitting the baseball, the Jim Belushi movie? Thank you. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you the lost question, me at Jim Belushi movie. Jim Belushi movie? <laughs> Doesn't he goes back he goes back in time, he's married to uh, a Terminator uh, Linda, Linda Oh wait, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is this is ringing a bell. Is there something oh, with milk in it? The, this this the is principle, the sequel to True Lies. <laughs> oh my God. No, I think it's called the Miracle Man or something like that. Oh. And he like the he, Lawnmower he, Man. If he had if he had just hit this baseball when he was in high school, Co-host. his life would have been different. To Google, uh, I'm looking. Do we I'm, don't I'm, I'm on IMDb right now. this is the famous man. It is, no, it's <laughs> ringing a bell for me, and I'm not. I can't quite place it. But my point was, if I could go. A big thing that I would do, I think, if I could go back, is I wouldn't play any sports in high school. I would only do theater. Mm. Oh, I, wow. I would. Do you I, feel I, like it wasted I, time for you, or what was the? Deal? I felt like I played into uh, social machismo pressure, or uh, whatever it is, like to yeah. to do that stuff. Yeah. And so I, I, if I, I, yeah, so I'd do the opposite of that movie. I'd go back and try not play any sports. Mr. Destiny, yes, yeah, that, that that was my Mr. Destiny. Mr. <laughs> but exactly. it is called Miracle Man in Spain. El Hombre del Destino. Oh, oh man. Linda Hamilton and yeah. Michael Cater in this movie. Michael Whoa, wow. Wow. You know, Michael Caine plays the baseball. Don't hit me. Wait, is it Linda Hamilton? From the Terminator. Yes. Hamilton? Yeah. Super. I just want to thank all of you for being here on this journey with me and just know you're welcome. Even though I'm directing this film, Mr. Destiny two, I want you to <laughs> all storytellers together, whether it be our star here, Mr. Jim Belushi, let's everybody get a quick round of applause for Mr. Jim Belushi. Mm. Or whether it be, um, yeah, you're not here because your brother. That guy and, working. Yeah, your yeah, merit. Yeah, the mumbling guy who's over there uh, working the craft service table. Every single yeah. person here is helping to tell this important yeah. story. Right? There's a lot Gotta of reboots gum. out there. And people were asking for Mr. Destiny 2. And now we're going to. I'm sorry. We're going to give. We're, we're going to give it to him. Have a great day. Right, Have guys, a great day, guys. We're trying to take it easy on the single-use plastics, so please um, use this. Uh, use the um, water fountain and uh, just fill up your own water bottle you brought from home. Thank you. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, the COVID bu- budget's been cut a bit. I mean, we're we're kind of working our way out of this pandemic, so just uh, reuse your masks. Just uh, you know, used to be one every 24 hours. You can probably stretch those to about 72 hours if uh, 
you're real careful about it, you know, you fold it up real nice, put it back in the baggie when you're done, uh, you can get some extra life out of them. So, uh, And if you forgot uh, your mask or your uh, reusable plastic mug, remember, you got these. They work as both a mask and a reusable mug. You can use your hands as both a mask and a reusable mug. Remember, use your hands, people. Not your Use heads. your hands, except in um, the uh, the trail mix. I'm going to need you to use the spoons, people. Don't put your nasty little grubby hands in there. Uh, just use a spoon. Put it in the cup. I Thank agree you. to disagree, but okay. Also, we didn't have enough uh, money for your actual trail mix, so it's just a bunch of mashed peanuts in a bowl. So uh, if you want some trail mix, that's what it is. It's... Uh, it's the peanuts in the bowl. Babe, babe, don't tell them our secrets. That's an industry uh, secret. We're Steven? still calling it trail mix. Mr. Director, um, Steven? Yes. Can, can I speak to you to the side of over course, here? Real quick? Of course, of um, course. Did you have a question? Yeah, I, I do. As, as the person who's funding this film, um, the energy seems pretty low. And you promised me an Oscar caliber film oh it will be right. oscar caliber it's just that at all of my shoots um i like to make sure that we spend the first few minutes with the people who oftentimes are um ignored a bit um getting a chance okay. to show that they also have power because all of us here are storytellers and i just want you to know that okay that, you know whether it be uh the the woman who is uh smashing peanuts over there in the corner or the sure. guy who seems That's to be me. licking water off of his palms. Every single person here is a storyteller. Okay. All right. I'm so uh, let's go ahead and work some Hollywood magic. Uh, if we can take a couple of moments here. If I can have uh, you. Yes. Uh, the, the grip there. If you could go ahead and just give us uh, a brief rundown of what your favorite part of gripping is. Well, I'm going to level it. This is my first time in an employed situation. <laughs> but I've been informed by the union that I'm not supposed to be. But I'm going to give it my best as your grip and fight coordinator uh, to make sure that everything here happens above. I'll be honest. I brought him in. We met each other in the joint. You form a good, tight relationship. When you say, when well, you get out, I'm going to hook you up. So I, I, I hooked him. I'll take responsibility for whatever he does. Don't do shit. I I, I want to take one. I know I know where I know this is really, but I want to take one moment to say thank you. I have never been more glad to have hit someone next to someone else with a metal tray, to have begun this bonded relationship that you and I have. And I I, I just want to say you truly are my blood brother, and not because we bled on each other. Also, uh, I want to point out, uh, as the COVID inspector, uh, we, we also uh, we don't have an intimacy coordinator on this set. Would you be uh, Would you be available to take on that job as well? You know, I've done that before. Um, I will. I will. Mm, I will actually say, as a director, um, you uh, shouldn't be handling intimacy coordination. There's also no need for an intimacy coordinator, as in the draft of the shooting script, there are no intimate scenes. There's I been some rewrites. Jim, I made a few. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, Jim I, did some rewrites. Well, you are indeed rewrites. all storytellers. It's just that there's a set story that our first director has, our first assistant director has gotten um, a budget for and set up timetables for. So we can't exactly allow 
everyone to. So you were just blowing smoke up our asses when you call this all storytellers, because I really took that to heart. I really felt good about myself in that moment, and I yeah, uh, I wrote I, I wrote a couple scenes as well. I thought this was like. Uh... A Brit, like if you're going to do something with intimacy, don't forget about your hands. Oh, don't forget uh, your hands. I, yeah. I, I, okay, um, Steven, I need another word with you. Uh, yes, yes. Um, Look, as the bank, mm-hmm. you can just call me the bank. I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, I'm more than okay hiring as many intimacy coordinators as we need. I really like that. I, I think if we can just get a bunch I mean, of better, too like many you, than too few. I couldn't help but overhear you uh, since you're standing right next yelling, to the yeah. peanut bowl. Uh, I just want to say that I have some experience with intimacy. So if I, you need somebody to overlook anything or just to be intimate, I can do that. I have been intimate before, and I've also overseen intimacy in others just sort of in my personal life. So if you need anybody. Bill from Crafty here. Is there anything more intimate than putting stuff in your mouth? That's what I help people do all day long. Hey, they're hired. Hey, I'm here hey, for you. It's me, Jim Belushi, uh, the star of Mr. Destiny 2. <laughs> I've just been standing over here at my mark with Michael Caine. We've been holding milkshakes that have been melting for the last 15 minutes. Are we going to shoot this scene? M- Mr. Belushi, I'm, I'm so sorry. I respect you as a storyteller, and I want you to know that this is something that it's very important that we get this story out there but sir i've had my eyes opened and i think that this is now the moment for you and mr michael kane to begin slowly undressing each other so we can start our first intimate scene bank approved thank you all so much for bringing me to uh, i'm getting emotional again to my mr destiny two. Oh yeah that's hot also, like uh, trail mix you should not drink those milkshakes. That's not actually milkshake. We couldn't afford that. That is a putty that I found in a bucket that just looks like a milkshake. So do not drink that. I am not sure what that is. We use putty because milk shows up blue on camera. Oh, and, and those Kirkland labels are taped on. <laughs> okay, well, Michael Caine, do you want to start undressing and smearing these milkshakes all over each other? Gobbly, gobbly eye, copper! <laughs> <laughs> Legit? Legit? Legit that time? Perfect. Was was Michael Caine just here? Did he show up? Yeah, oh my god, I am I feel so honored. We didn't even announce him at the beginning of the show. Surprise guest, everyone. I think the best part is the chance of Michael Caine appearing in that film is one (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent. I was had this like thought about Michael Caine was that he couldn't read, and so they would give him a script, and he would like kind of like weigh it in his hands and feel the paper quality, <laughs> and then go, "I'll do it." Uh, <laughs> um, have you heard like him talk, like people talking about his tips on film acting? One of his secrets oh, no. is don't blink. He's yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and he, yeah. He talks about as a young kid learning not to blink. Mm-hmm. He is notoriously. I listen to his Desert Island discs, and it's mm-hmm. one of the. Un- most unintentionally funny things I've ever heard because he's actually he's Michael Caine so you just assume that he's very intelligent and brilliant mm. but he's actually really not like his disc <laughs> choices are like I just think this is a good jam I mean it's like literally not oh, just, he is, is not a deep thinker he just sounds like one and it's very oh, from, from now on for the record just, just like bylaw ruling that we're doing 
anytime we call out Mike Michael Kane, it it's automatically Jen. That's who we're talking about. <laughs> I'm that Michael impression. Kane. <laughs> now on, anytime we call out Michael Kane in the scene, it's Jen's role. <laughs> On behalf of Stephen C. James, how dare you? We'll have a Michael Caine on. Jen has been called the Michael Caine of acting. Well, if you say the words "my cocaine," that's how Michael Caine says his name. That's right. Jen and I are going to do the next the trip movie, like Stephen Keegan did, where we just do Michael Caine impressions back and forth. If this is called Michael Caine Bear, I am on board. When I first saw that movie, The Trip, mm-hmm. I realized what it must be like to sound like what it must be like to like stand next to me and my friends in a line. Oh, God. Be sat yeah. next to us. I'm like, oh, my God, that's got to be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to two idiots oh, go back again, and forth. No, British accents. They make everything sound way smarter and oh. way more important. Years ago, when Netflix first came on, I was watching this show oh, and I was like, oh, my God, this is like this trenchant exploration of youth in britain uh and then like by season three i was like oh uh, it's a show skins i was like oh wait no this is just like 90210 with english accents and i'm Mm. watching true trash television you like that show don't oh i liked it so much (laughs) (laughs) Uh, young young nicholas holt like the guy who's like all over everything now it's like boy it it was super like yeah, it was like uh, an edgier 90210. Can you say Nicholas Holt in the Michael Caine voice? Nicholas Holt! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was uh, Nicholas it. Holt is, is an old lady. Michael, Michael Caine as Dobie the house elf. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's Michael Caine as every woman from Monty Python. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I, was, I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's Monty yeah. Python. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's My Fair Lady, in which Michael Caine plays every part. <laughs> okay. So to establish for the bylaws, anytime we call out Michael Caine, it's Jen. We call out any Toby scenes, that's Stephen C. James. I just want to make wow. sure we're replacing it properly. Got it. A lot of work. Um, I have a question, Jet. Yeah. Now, when we talk about sliding doors, like, yes, it's supposed to be like a, a small change in our life, right? It's not like, oh, if I was born as Abraham Lincoln instead of <laughs> me. Oh, right, right. Yeah. No, I well, mean, obviously, you, you know, choice, it's but- right. butterfly effects <laughs> are the, the broad effect of it could be huge. But right. No, it's not just that, that you have chosen to be Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. This is this is why I had to put <laughs> or Benoit Mendel. We were talking specifically right. yeah. about exactly. in your teens, not necessarily. If right. you choose to be bored, a different <laughs> historical figure. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, you right. don't know what I know. You don't know what I know. You're new to this whole thing. What opportunity around, did you give man. up at 17 to become Abraham Lincoln? Uh, no, I, I, I was sincerely thinking about this question. And um, I think the first thing I ever really artistically applied myself to was the guitar. I fell in love with the guitar mm-hmm. uh, immediately. And like all those early albums affected me through the guitarist. So if it was like Metallica, it's like James Hetfield. It's funny. I appreciated Dave Roll more as a guitarist than a drummer initially, or like Bob Mould from Husker Du. Like everything was through the guitar. That's how I processed art. That's how I did like when I first started writing reviews, it was obviously music reviews. And of course the guitar player got a lot of, <laughs> got a lot of more bass players. Uh, my sliding door thing is what more bass I, players. Well, you're fucking stepping on my story co-host. Like <laughs> what if, <laughs> Yeah, what if I had picked up the what if I had picked up I almost said the guitar. What if I picked up the bass instead mm-hmm. of the guitar and learned like what if I appreciated Black Sabbath 
through Geezer Butler instead of Tony Iommi or like Rush with like Geddy Lee instead of Alex Lifeson. Like how would, I, I think it's an interesting thing how we all learn to appreciate art and for its different way. I think that's the interesting thing as you, you get older is I really use those instruments to learn how to appreciate art and from those different avenues. And eventually I applied that to, to comedy. And I think it's, I think that's a really interesting and important thing of how we process it differently. So that's a slight order I have. For sure. But I think if you would have like focused on like bass, you mm-hmm. would have gone like down the, the, I, down the rabbit hole of Jaco Pastorius. I think it would have taken right. you in a completely different direction as opposed to um, there's so many great guitarists out there, but there are so many like just great bassists are, I think, so far and fewer in between. I think it would have taken you down a different route altogether. If you'd been in the drummers, would you been in like the Terry right. um, Bozio? You know what I mean? You, you'd gone with a completely different route. So let me ask you this, Sean Michael. Like if we're thinking about it, uh, think of it like a funnel, right? And it starts wide and then, you know, it's goes I know down. how funnels work. Skip ahead. <laughs> <laughs> given given those given those instruments of guitar or bass or drum or the pen, it doesn't matter. Do you guys think like your uh, appreciation or whatever eventually funnels down if we're playing this butterfly effect thing? Funnels down into the same spot or is it like the reverse funnel where we just spread out and it's completely different? I'm still thinking about whether or not geezer D is something I should know. <laughs> I'm, I'm still wishing Sean Michael hadn't skipped ahead whatever this Fennel thing is, because I have no idea how that works. <laughs> so, I'm just thinking, yes, I, I know all those names. For sure. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Jacob Pistorius is amazing, by the way. So Look back me. to Spence, are you talking about the idea of like destiny versus like Sounds like, like the yeah. natural- Mr. Destiny. To yeah, you. I it's- guess I, I guess I'm kind of asking that. Yeah, if, going if back to Jim all, all the things yeah. in between are inconsequential, and you end up at the same place. Or I, I am very much. I mean, there's a Tim Minchin has a great song called um, "If I Didn't Have You" uh, about his his wife. Um, it's this beautiful love song about how uh, you know all these things lined up, you know, at the perfect time in the perfect place. Uh, you know, the way he met her at the the college campus and so on. Right. And if I didn't have you, someone else would surely do. Uh, and that's that's the general idea of it is like, yeah, you're the perfect person for me because I ended up with you and we both agree we're the perfect person for each other. But a completely different path would have led me to someone else that I would have felt that way about. Like, it's it's funny because obviously it, it takes the romance back out of the song. But the idea is your path could lead you somewhere so vastly different. And in that moment, in that place, that would feel just as much right to you. Well, Dan Dan Savage, oh the the sex columnist Dan Savage yeah. always says there's no the one, there's the person you round up to the one. But then leading back to that, is there anybody here who for a long time dated their high school sweetheart? Because that's a teen sliding doors thing where it's like, oh, this is the person who you were in love with because they were zoned in the same because school. Because their locker district. was next year. Yes, exactly. I mean, so, there, there's 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 close. I mean, not exactly, but like, you know, my first relationship with someone, um, real relationship with someone I met on the internet and, and eventually married and was with for 10 years before that didn't work out. But like, mm-hmm. that was a very early thing. And the flip side of that is I can think of like my first major crush was someone I worked with on, uh, on a show. Like we, we actually had yeah, the Salt Lake City show that we talked about in the last uh, Douglas episode. 
Um, but like I, I was absolutely too chicken to actually see that through and ask her out. And I never did. And that's absolutely like that sliding doors moment. Would you um, slide that it's door? Rough cause, cause I no, Cause I am very happy where I am, but I'm very curious to see, to look at that other side of the door. Just like for me, it's not so much that I'd want to change my life so much as I would love to look at the other life and go, what does that look like? Just like, where am I? Cause I, I mean, literally you want to look path, through the sliding door you know, you don't I want to open. It. yeah so you want a george bailey the thing like just go check it out and then yeah. go back to your original yeah life. just like you know watch a movie of the other guy's life this is basically facebook um like <laughs> i want to like check this out from afar but then sort of pretend like i didn't even do that yeah just like give it a uh, thumbs up and, and not actually like their photos right super Listen, sir, this is an alternate reality to show you how things could be, not how things will be. Uh, I have to send you back. You can't stay here. This it's 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 temporal in nature. I uh look, I know that's the policy. Uh, yes. I'm just saying, like, can't you make one exception in my case? George, I'm I'm just a guardian angel. It's I don't make the rules. You know the big guy upstairs, he's the one that makes the rule. Like, I still don't know if it's destiny to me or not, but, I mean, he keeps that a secret. But, like, I have to follow the rule. Maybe there's, like, seven billion. Like, what? Like, what's... Like, look, I'm, I'm just going to say, this is an incredibly boring life. Thing. It is. Pottersville it looks is. amazing. George, I know you're an adventurous guy and want to explore the world, but, like, come on, don't you want... You, 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 you like the life you had, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, I got to get you back. I got to get you back to where you were. Look, I, I run a savings and loan. Well, let's look at the future. Why, are savings and loans still a still a great idea? It you know not only is it a great idea, my man, but it's savings and loan multitask. That's what you you're a multitask. You are boring yourself as you talk. I heard myself snore, but look, yes, I, I got to I just want to do something. Look, I, look, you let like look right now. In like corporally, I'm on a bridge about to jump off. I know, right? I so, know. So you leave me here. I travel the world. I live in Pottersville. You can actually gamble. People in this town have fun for once. What's the loss? It's you, my man. We look. I here's the thing. You're thinking you're adventurous right now. You're gonna go out and you're gonna play at the casinos. And then you're gonna lose all your money, and then you're gonna get comped, and then you're gonna do another day. Right, and then eventually that's going to wear off. Am I right? You telling me you've had a lot of fun? I've had a great. I mean, so you know this from experience. Uh, well, that's. A, I think that question's above your pay grade. I mean, oh. for a guardian angel, I have a good time. Clarence, don't yeah. oh, fuck okay. this up. Come on, man! Don't say that loud. <laughs> by by, he doesn't. He doesn't mean that. He mean. He doesn't mean. Okay, but well, come on back, please. I'm gonna. I, I'm going to ask you something. If you weren't an angel, how would your life be? Done? Just picture. In fact, let's picture it together. <laughs> Wait, no, I can't. <laughs> Clarence, welcome to the fiery pit. It was so close. We almost took God out that time. Let's rally back up and have another swing at it, shall we? <laughs> okay, yeah, thank you. Thank you, okay. Not this time, George. We're not going to do this, okay? <laughs> I gotta say, you're you're pretty high up here. <laughs> oh God! Every time Clarence fucks up, I get another blister. 
Look, doesn't it feel good to be this important? Look how much people depend on you, all right? Satan came up and asked your opinion. When was the last time God did that? At a nearby church basement. I just think it was, uh, it was George Bailey killing himself that really made me <laughs> realize all the things that I could lose in my life and it helped me kick the bottle. So uh, I'm toasting this cup of coffee to, to George Bailey. Uh, Thank you for If you your hadn't share. died, I wouldn't be able to live. Yeah. Thank you for the your George, share. Thank George you. Bailey. Wonderful share. And I think we all have one of these George Bailey stories, oh. you know. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I would never have, have I would never have jumped and, and asked her to marry me. And, and Lucy here is just, you know, this is the most happy I've ever been in my life. And if George Bailey were still alive, uh, I would still be miserable. So thank George. you, George, for, for killing yourself. Thank, thank you, George. You. Yes, as his wife, I feel the same way. And if he hadn't died, I wouldn't have found the love of my life. And so every night, I just thank God that he died horribly so that I could have love. Yeah, because his face splitting open Mm -hmm. as he hit him. It was the shock we needed to break us all out of our... Which is you know, so, our miserable lives. It's so weird, too, because water doesn't normally do that. It doesn't, doesn't split your face open. <laughs> we cut back. We cut back. So, look, see what I'm see what I'm showing you? If I let you have your way, George, and you kill yourself like you want, and then you get to stay in this fake Pottersville, you make the lives of, like, 10-plus people better. Is that what you want? You really want to make other people's lives better? That's what you're telling me? Uh, Sure. Sure. <laughs> like, seems like they have a good time. I have a good time. We get kind of like diverged into two separate realities. Like, what's the downside here? Really, honestly, who is losing out on it? We cut back to the basement. And I mean, uh, if it wasn't for the death of George Bailey and then the savings and loan having to change its horrible redlining policies, mm-hmm. uh, my family wouldn't have even been able to move into this town, which which meant I wouldn't have been this state's first black mayor. Uh, yeah. And then our schools wouldn't have been able to pass that initiative that further integrated them which raised all of our reading scores and has made us a a real destination for for industry and for companies all over the place and and of course every time i stare across this table into my loving wife's eyes i think she was once married to a terrible man and and now she's married to me thank you george bailey god 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 yes 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 son Oh, just hey, the, Jesus, just the, just the main guy. Just, okay. He wants to touch me. Damn it! No, Holy Ghost, get the fuck out of here as well. Jesus Christ! I'm sorry, son. I'm not calling you back in here. I just meant. Just, no, too uh, late, what? Dad. I'm I'm watching my show. Okay, come on in. We'll both have this. We'll both feel. No, I'll let you guys sort this out. I was just gonna say no, I, I no, lost no, another one, but it's fine. You guys can talk about it. Just I, I lost another one. Sorry. Do you need Shecky Christ? You need Shecky Christ. Jet, I think I pulled something in my throat. This on the Holy Ghost and Shecky. That's how it's done, folks. Douglas, I'm not sure if I'm okay. Oh. Uh, well, while you take a coughing break, Stephen G. James, uh, I think it's time for a commercial break. Michael Hyman, our co-host. Oh, listen, we have the freshest ad we've ever had that rhymes on a touch. 
Um, just <laughs> please yeah, tell me this ad, entire ad, ad. This entire ad is a wrap, please. <laughs> Whoa, I can't do that. I'm not allowed. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, real uh, the the freshest. Yes, the the freshest hot off the press ad read we've ever had. Here it is. Are you hurt, injured, bleeding from your split shin from knee to ankle? Are you dying, coughing, sneezing, hurling, swirling, or curling? Well then, come to the hospital and receive help from Dr. Lackeys. Dr. Lackeys are here (laughs) to assist you in all the ways that you could have been assisted by someone with more training or more or a higher paycheck. But you can't because you're in Arkansas. Here, Dr. Lackeys <laughs> will help you do all the things you need in a hospital. Tell you where to sit. Tell you how long you're going to wait. Bring you into a room where no one's going to see you for two hours. Read your chart wrong. If you want real help, you should really go to a registered nurse who has had years of training and is not paid enough. Thank your nurse when you see them. Instead, you get Dr. Lackeys. Dr. Lackeys can hold you at the elbow and tell you your pulse when they, with, with a number that they pulled out of thin air because they don't know how to read your blood pressure. Dr. Lackeys can take a stethoscope and put it right on your nose and tell you that you have pimples. Dr. Lackeys will do all the things that you think kind of sound, kind of look like medical work, but definitely are not. Come to your local uh, remote underfunded hospital for a doctor lackey today. I, I think they do take United. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like for most of my life, I've seen just about only doctor lackeys. I feel like that ad would have been more, more effective in couplet. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> and you should have done it, SMB. Ooh. Is it plural or singular? Like doctor lackeys or like his last name is lackey? Like doctor lackey. Um, I have no answer. <laughs> <laughs> he just, just reads the copy. ad. Yeah, 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 I just read the, the ad copy. Yeah. They just send the copy. Um, I like I that it. it is a remote hospital. <laughs> uh, I have a sliding doors moment. Ooh. Yes. Um, oh, back on topic. Way to bring us back, Jen. Thank you. Uh, I thought it was seamless myself. Um, I, <laughs> I would go back and um, so the when I was probably like 13, somebody offered me a clove cigarette uh. and I tried it and <gasps> I was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> this is a great idea. And not, not that I became a smoker at that time, but I think that set me up. So when I went to college and I was in a theater department, people smoked and I smoked and I not like a lot, but like socially with them. And I wish I hadn't, I would really like, that's my sliding doors moment is that I would never, ever, ever have not that there's, I have anything wrong with me as far as I know, but I regret that. Like, I feel like that was like a terrible kind of similar to the sports thing of feeling this peer peer pressure of also because I was in the theater department and everybody did it. Um, yeah, that's what I would change. When we first, when we first met, I, you still smoked, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Did I? I, I got it specifically with cloves. Like that reminds me so much of, um, like the eighties. Like, dude, I just, I, 
I, I, I so smell a cold cigarette. You. you know what? Your lungs bleed a little bit, but I mean, come on. What else are you doing with your lungs? So, Nothing. Uh, I, <laughs> Nothing every second of every day. <laughs> I, um, I, I used to love like being a little mod punk kid and, and like smoking clothes. Just every, even now when I smell one, it takes me right back to that time. I'm like, oh my yeah. God. I love the cure. And <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, yeah. if there's nothing, I, the whole you can't talk bad the about cure it. doesn't I, love the cure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I miss Robert Smith. It is that punk rock feeling of getting high on apple cider. <laughs> uh, it was, it was the, every theater department in the nineties, like there was a pack of clove cigarettes. Like it felt like the drama teacher was like, all right, I got to give this to one of you guys. Uh, somebody here has to the person who always has closed cigarettes on them. The smell um, has to be in the area at all exactly. times or we like get our funding gets taken away. Here's a, here's a quick, a quick side story is uh, I finished high school in North Carolina. And when we, we did our town and I played the stage manager and I, Humble wait, North Carolina has high school now. They just started in the mid nineties. <laughs> and so I, oh, I would pack and smoke a real pipe on stage oh, oh. Every night, <laughs> and everyone thought it was just fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> was, and you was, were eighteen. Like, yeah. No one, no one ever brought up a question of it at, at well, all. And I was seventeen or I sixteen. And North a half. Carolina is yeah. tobacco right. country, so I yes. assume all yeah, characters why. were packing pipes and smoking right. them <laughs> and being like, "Yep, this sure is our town." <laughs> also, uh, it was on the the track team would smoke pipes as they yeah. ran <laughs> uh, cross country. If you had been doing that show in New Orleans, you would have been there with a bowl of gumbo. <laughs> That's why they call what? it regional theater. Yeah. Like whatever region. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, Compton. Uh, my accent was somewhere between Louisiana and New Hampshire. <laughs> at all times. Super. All right, crew. Just uh, 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 you, you bunch of theater kids. Just uh, take a knee, real quick. Um. Your, oh, Captain, my captain. Coach. Uh, oh, no, no, I'm just Coach Sampson. Take a knee. Uh, I'm going to take just... both knees because it's more dramatic. Got your knees, got your knees, got your knees, got your knees. Oh, okay. I'm going to uh, lie I... down and, and I'm just going to, I'm going to practice my death. I have not here. properly stretched yet before I take my knee. Let me just go. In a dull, dark dock in a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock awaiting the sensation of a short, sharp shot from a cheap and cheapy chopper on a big black block. Okay, I'm ready and to it's hear. this attitude that you guys have had through the whole production of Twelfth Night that has—I haven't had to do a single thing this semester, and I applaud you for that because the Cougars are twelve and zero this year, and that's where my real uh, interest lies. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you guys have the whole uh, this whole theater to yourselves. Do what you will. I'm going to leave this pack of clove cigarettes here, and. Uh, Whoever decides to take it, if it's not here, um, we can just assume they're the leader. I have to go back to offensive line coaching. Well, then, if music be the food of love, play on. When he mentioned the cougars, was he talking about our moms? Um, I think he was talking about the animal nearby uh, in the mountains. Oh, that we need to embody uh, the, the spirit of the cougar. Okay, I get it. The yeah. sinewy oh. movements yeah. of the cougar. No, guys. He thinks oh, it is... He was talking about. He thinks about, it is the mascot of this very institution. Yeah, he was talking which about we all, the sports team, guys. My girlfriend plays for the softball. That's what team. I was saying, but I was saying it in theater talk. Your dude. girl. I don't follow sports. I spend I spend all of my time here on the stage. Theater is my sport. He's talking about mascot. 
He's talking about masturbation. He's talking. No, stop Meisnering all over this He's conversation. He's talking about Oh, jeez. Come on, guys. Come on. I feel yeah. like the uh, I feel like the cigarettes just sitting there is sort of like a Chekhov's gun sort of situation. Mm. Like mm. the cigarettes have come out; they're there. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to present some cigarettes, someone should smoke one, right? right. Are we someone already at the second act? One. Are we at the second act? Do we need to smoke them? And the package. I thought they were like wrapped. the contra, oh. like whoever holds the cigarettes gets the has the. But he said that if we, whoever takes this clove cigarettes becomes the leader. I suggest that we do a Michael Caine off and see, and whoever, whoever does the best Michael Caine becomes the leader with the, I mean, it makes sense. Michael Caine is history's greatest actor. So Mm. whoever can do the best impression of history's greatest actor will be our group's leader. That makes perfect sense, Tina. I think so. Well, try and follow this, folks. <clears throat> Andy Dufresne was a friend of mine. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> Boom. I, 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 I don't. I don't think that was. That was. That was not. Pop that. I, I think I got it. Never ask me about my business, Kay. Oh, that um, beats me. That beats me, Michael, boy. That that's Michael Kane, right? I, yeah. May I? May I? I think that world? Be... Hey, yeah, see? How about, um, how about, um... I'm Michael Kane. Oh, oh, Well, that wow. is definitely oh, the closest uh, to my... Oh, all right. I, I can tell I'm, Michael Kane just uh, from what he said. I, I thought it was watching uh, Die Hard. I thought it was watching Die Hard. I'm that, in that awe. So Michael Kane. You were dialed in. I'm, I'm in, in awe. awe. the arc of your spit. Aiden, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. I don't, I don't know if I can follow these up, but I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my, uh, my best. Ooh, okay. Okay. All right. I'm Batman. Mm, close. Um, I, I got this. Uh, let me just yeah. a quick warm up. Red leather, leather, red leather. Um, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a damn. That's that's. Was it he Scarlet? Wasn't he Scarlet? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I did the Scarlet letter, not the. Scar- oh, my bad. Yes. My, my bad. bad. My bad. My bad. Withdrawn. Withdrawn. My bad. I think. I think. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. I'm walking here. <gasps> oh my god that's very close oh my god i have one i realize that i'm of the female persuasion but i would like to try <laughs> just to have uh, i'm persuaded to listen ever. michael Caine can be a woman the- right. theater is is, <clears throat> is genderless so red please. leather yellow leather red leather yellow leather i'm bridget jones and this is my diary <laughs> wow that that was yeah. strong wow that was he really originally hard. auditioned for that part. Um, that I, was amazing. I that still wanna, was amazing. I still want to do mine. That was amazing. <laughs> we can all have a second go if you want. <clears throat> no, no, I, I, I've got something. I've got some. <clears throat> um, yeah, Destiny is a pretty big concept when you think about it. Where you are in life, how you got there, what would have happened if one thing or another had been different. To be honest, I never gave it much thought myself until today. June 14th, my 35th birthday, and without a doubt, the strangest day of my life. Do you remember that old story? You know, from Michael Caine's monologue from, from Mr. Destiny? Right? Anybody? <laughs> was, that, was Mr. Destiny from Canada? No, that's, I, I think that's Mr. Destiny 2. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 okay. Yeah, I think you got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I can't argue with that. I, I think I think well, the clothes are yours. Oh, Yeah! 
I did it! I did it! Legit. I You guys complete me. Thank you. So much. <laughs> oh my God, that was an amazing like, Michael Caine. Yeah, that's all that. I wanted. Yeah, I'm so happy. You had me at hello. I'll say I do love that. If you ask Michael Caine this question, he would have no answer. He <laughs> does not regret any choice he ever made. No. He's just a blank slate in there. His brain um, is just like all smooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a come what, on. If what I've are ever we going to do when this episode comes out? And there's just one comment from Michael Caine that's just like, you've lost a subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> My brain has wrinkles. Subscribe. Oh, no. Not half of our subscribers. <laughs> uh, uh, so who's got another sliding door they'd like to look behind? Yeah. I mean, it, like the whole thing where it's like I trade out my life for another life is totally like, fuck right. that. Because all the decisions right, I made right. in high school... No matter how wrong they are, I got here. Um, but there was like, I was very, very not actually involved in the church, but like all my friends and I went to church and all that stuff. And I was also, I, I often say that there are times when I look back and I realize like at 19, I was maybe the smartest person. Uh, like I was one of the smartest people at that church, you know, uh, because it was like not a lot of, not a lot of people doing a lot of deep thinking. Um, and there was a real push for me to go into preaching. And I but still I have my, my family background. Right. So it's one of those things where the people at church, my family didn't go to this church. It was something I did on my own. And my family, I was raised to be a big believer in like victimless crimes. You know, it's like, I mean, if you shoplift, who are you really hurting? That sort of thing. So I really right. feel like I would have been a very <laughs> grifty preacher. Like I would have been the preacher. <laughs> so like I kind of want to see. You can just say preacher. You can just say preacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been one of the non-touchy preachers. Um, because like I, I also always say that there's like another version of me out there that like is a millionaire who works in advertising and like is the guy who yeah. figured out how to get kids to buy cigarettes at 14, you know, um, mm-hmm. like to, to market them better. And well, And I feel like there's a preacher version of me out there that has a very nice house and a very nice car and a lot of secret bank accounts. Uh, and I'm very curious to meet that person. <laughs> do you regret the amount of time you spent at that church? You know, um, I do feel like, I feel like it was like any relationship. Um, I left a couple of months too late. Um, you know, it was like a thing where it's like, yeah. I knew I should have, I knew I should have walked away. Super. Jesus, um, we need to talk. Look, it's been great. Like, I I feel like I've grown a lot in this relationship, but you haven't. And so I, I just feel like maybe it's time for both of us to move on. What if I, what if I don't want to move on? I mean, I, I died for your sins. I, water to wine all the time we have a great time together i i know i know you you, you do that you and you've done that so many you do that literally every week literally every week you turn wine you turn water into wine right then you turn the wine into blood and you turn uh the bread uh, yeah the bread into, into your flesh exactly which i i you know i i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna be honest with you i i, I take it out of my mouth after we're done because it's really gross but 
but but it's not about that. It, it, it's just that like I, I feel like I'm growing as a person, and you're just kind of stuck in the same thing. You 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 tell me the same stories over and over and over. They're timeless parables. I mean, come on. You said you said that these the stories were like one of the things that attracted you to me originally. Right, they, they are. They gave you comfort. You felt there was like a like a verbal hug, sort of a. Yeah, you know what it is. They were things I could learn from, and then I learned from them, and now I'm done learning. Be honest. Is there is there someone else? Is there another faith? Is it Judaism? I, I, it's. I've seen I've seen you talking to Judaism. I've seen I, you flirting look, with Judaism all over the place. I, I just you know it's just I feel like we connect on this idea of not needing an afterlife to justify good works. <laughs> Look, Jesus, I'm, I'm only the Holy Spirit here. I'm always going to be your sidekick. But you know what? I saw you change for that person. I think you need to change back. Remember a good time, Jesus? That oh, dude yeah. was a party yeah. animal. Well, yeah. Yeah. Good time. That was when I was young and I was single and I was out there changing everything to cocaine. And right. <sighs> but my I man, mean, you are eternal. You're always good time, Jesus. I think you should come back and just rain a party on everybody of course i'll just be your sidekick but i think i still have my uh my gold lamey loincloth around here somewhere <laughs> find that ah here it is here babs what do you think looking good right so this is the way you wish to live your life uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> from you i expected more i just thought you know you would go forward with your life and make something of you but you know if you're okay with this i'm okay jesus with this, your father I... and i are very disappointed i which father this is all and just so you know your father is not doing a, a uh, an accent he's just just uh, there's a certain inflection but he's not doing the whole thing <laughs> let's just be very clear about that <laughs> Listen, look, Jesus, I, look, Jesus, Joseph doesn't want to say it, but I will say it. You know, I I think you're straying too far from the Jewish faith. Well, I look, I keep, I keep holy the <laughs> Sabbath and, uh, you know, from sun down to sun up, I'm partying. And that's my way of uh, really respecting our traditions. You know, come on. This, this to you is respect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got life, so I'm living life, right? I mean, right? But are, you you are the way and the life. Yes. Not man for the kingdom of heaven, but through me. Yeah. Right? Boom. Come on, everybody. I love that both of us can quote the New Testament. It's not even here yet. I love that. <laughs> hey, Jesus. It's me, Thomas. I don't think this is what you really want to do. Thomas, this is your thing. Come on, you. No, I mean, come on, get on board. <laughs> no, man, I think, I think what's really going on is you're still really hurt over that breakup, and you're trying to cope with it by doing a little extra partying. All right. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. really? You got to well, process you know your. Hey, uh, uh oh, who's that? Nobody. Okay, just hey, uh, you can't trust Thomas. You know, it's me, your buddy Judas. You know you can trust me. So listen, um, just. Hey, come on, you can confide in me. What's going on? I would never sell you out with, with, I would never take any information you would give me and like make 
40 pieces of silver. You know, I would never, like, I'd never go to TMZ. I would never go to, I would, it just, it's between you and me. No, no Pharisees would be involved. So let's just, just talk, just you and me. Um, so, uh, what do you got? I see you, Judas. I see you. Why, why are you kissing me? This I is weird. I see you. And both cheeks? Hey, Jesus, you know, yeah, he could have sent me down to earth. He could have sent me down to earth. Check, he could send you. No one's going to follow you. I could be doing this. I could be doing this, and I wouldn't be messing up like you. Check, you look at these abs. You don't have these abs. Okay. If but... it was up to you, the sacrament would be lighting a big stogie and swilling scotch. Let's not, that's hardly a religion. But but I also had the idea, what, what if white was red? Remember? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And what if pineapples were the other way? <laughs> With the prickly parts on the inside? Shaq, come on. I, I love you, okay? It'd be easier to eat? <laughs> the, sweet stuff will be, the sweet stuff will be on the outside. It'd be so much easier to eat. Oh, hey, uh, you're, you're looking well. Oh, yeah, you too. You're, uh, so, it's weird to just see you here. I, I, I hear you're, you're having, having a lot of fun out there. That's what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I, you know, I'm just kind of like footloose and fancy free, kind of doing my own thing, you know, whatever. Huh? Oh, well, how about, how about, what are you up to? Oh, uh, nothing. I'm just, I'm just, I just stopped in to, uh, to get some, uh, to get a bottle of wine and then Checky oh. and I are just going to have a nice, nice, calm <laughs> evening at home. I beg your pardon? <laughs> oh, uh, Shecky, uh, oh, uh, it was Shecky and I have been together for about, about, you know, three, oh, three four hey, months, but Jesus. it really seems like, yeah. well, Jesus, hey, Jesus, Yes. hey, hey, it's Clarence. I made another boo-boo on aisle 19. Clean up on aisle 19. You and Shecky, I don't know what, I just, I'm trying to just live my life. I'm not even, in my, I'm in my 30s, I'm just trying to live, just meet somebody, like trying to get something. Uh, oh my I'm, God, someone took their own life on aisle 19. <laughs> oh God. Oh. I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. Uh, wait, no, he's back Doors alive. Daily. He's, oh, yeah. He's, he's back to life. Thanks. Thanks, party guy. You're welcome. You're welcome. Life of the party, right? Right here. <laughs> <laughs> this this would have kept me in CCD class. <laughs> this was exactly like my CCD class. Oh, my God. Oh, and lo, man. Jesus did get down and party. <laughs> yes. So, um... As a kid that went to uh, Catholic school his whole life, oh. um, you CCD fuckers that would come in on the uh. weekend and like go through my books and my uh, my desk, <laughs> why would you do that? All you had to do was sit there and listen to some like fables or uh, allegories and move on with your life. Why would you go through my stuff? Because they were I'll bored. Bring those back. I'll bring those yeah. clothes back. It's okay. I'll bring your clothes back. Thank you. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> Honestly, I was trying to read and or look at anything else <laughs> man i know we're i know we do improv here but we're really assigning a lot of roles tonight i mean we got jen as my cocaine we got steven as michael toby 
Douglas is Shecky, and then and then PV will always be party time Jesus, right? That's all right. We're... Yeah, <laughs> good time, JC. <laughs> well, I think uh, that might be a good time to uh, leave it there, everyone. Uh, I think so. We, we've we've cast half the cast now for the future, so as they return, they'll know exactly where to be slotted into. Mm-hmm. No Only those scenes for improv. No, yes. no other. Just yeah. those. We'll plan it all out. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll write we'll the next uh, episode on paper. Yeah. We'll yeah. rehearse. That's yeah. the best kind of improv. What? Yeah. What? Wait, what? What's going to be the plot of Miracle Man? Because uh, it's not Mister De- Destiny. Oh, but no, I apparently think that, there's a movie called Miracle. That Man. was the movie where where Jim Belushi plays Christ, right? Oh, right. Okay, there it is. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Uh, of. Jim Belushi <laughs> plays <laughs> Shecky Christ, who gets kicked out of heaven. Yeah, uh, the passion um, of Shecky for Christ. killing a bunch of people who choked on pineapples that were inside can we cut, out. Can we, we cut to that. We cut to that. We cut to that right now. Uh, uh, and then in the end, his brother takes him back in. Yeah. <laughs> and on the cliffhanger of that opportunity, I think it's time to uh, to wrap things up. Michael Hyman, let's uh, let's bring it home. Thank you, as always, to Matt Walker for intro and outro music. This episode was hosted and edited by Jeff Kaufman, co-edited and produced by Christian Heffley, and co-hosted by Michael Hyman. That's me. And don't forget, Chris Sanders is editing now, too. Every scene you heard today was improvised on the spot. I guarantee it. Along with some of the ads, with only a light touch of editing for your comfort. If you're loving what we're doing, pause real quick, write a five-star review before you close the app, confess to your priest, pray to your uh, Shecky Christ about us, uh, and tell your friends. Tonight's regular cast included Josh Spence, Stephen C. James, Chris Compton, Jen Burton, Sean Michael Boozer, and our very special returning guests, Douglas Sarayan and Paul Valencourt, a.k.a. Shecky Christ and Good Time Jesus. Um, (laughs) Gentlemen, do you have anything you want to share where people can find you and and follow you and and worship you? I I, I tune into What's Up PV all the time whenever I can. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can check me out, uh, PV Improv on YouTube, and uh, What's Up with PV on uh, Instagram. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, that, uh, that 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 about does it all for this week's episode of the Super Legit Podcast. Thank you all again hey, Jet. for filling my evening with joy. Yes, yes, Josh, what are you interrupting for? Will you <laughs> share this clove cigarette with me? Yes, Josh, I will share this clove cigarette with you. That means we're both leaders. <laughs> God, it's awful. Ugh. I don't believe anything's on. Oh, my time. I kick the door on its hinges just so I can move on. Don't you forget about me. Don't, 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 don't you. Copyright. Forget about me. But for real, like, what is a clove cigarette? I don't know. Oh, instead of tobacco, it's ground up cloves. Yeah. And and are those. They make your lungs bleed. They're like (laughs) like really bad for you. They're they're worse than cigarettes. It's like what Ooh. menthol does, like they crystallize as you love. I love smoking. It does. Ham. Yeah, it's it's supposedly at least 
I mean, treads this is and seasons your lungs. Yeah, <laughs> it's not and good. Your lungs. But you smell Perforates great. And marinates. Yeah, oh, it's it shows They put that in uh, dipping tobacco, right? So that it cuts your. Yeah, that's fiberglass they put in dipping tobacco. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. Lovely. It's not great. It's very like '90s goth kid. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, uh, like, yeah, good times. So, this is why Bella Lugosi died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.